and Shane in the Membrane. Hello and welcome to the In Shane in the Membrane podcast. I'm your host, Shane Thompson, and with me as always is Mick to my Rocky, Ken H. Catch the chicken, Rock! Catch the chicken! <laughs> is that a euphemism? No, he was actually chasing a chicken. Okay. And the, Rocky Two. The first Rocky? Rocky no, Two. Rocky Two. I don't remember. I don't remember any of them before four. I, I I really don't. You don't remember the first one? Vaguely. He loses to Apollo Creed. You know, um That's all I know. There's some very good lessons you can learn from Rocky. I think that's No, part they of like the magic. tied. I don't think he lost. They tied, right? No, no, he lost. He but lost it, in the first one. It was like a draw, and then no, he, he lost, but he went the distance with Apollo, which nobody said he could do anything. That's the beauty of the story. Oh, right. He doesn't win. No, I know that. But I he that. won because he went the distance, and he was a local guy. No. So And then at the end, they're hugging each other, and he's like, I don't want a rematch. And Apollo's like, there ain't going to be no rematch, no rematch. And then That's they, a lie. Then they opened up a There was like five Rocky rematches. Two, yeah. And he beats Apollo Creed in the second one. Okay. Then in the third one, Mick's already dead. Oh, Mick's dead. Okay. And um, the third one is Mr. T. No, Mick dies in the third one. Yeah, with Mr. No, T. Yeah, because he gets pushed. And then four is Drago. Four is yeah. the best. Four is uh, the best. One. I, I love. I love that one. It was the age we were because the first one was four like seventy three or seventy five. Did I ever so. tell you about? So uh, that must care, have been. I think they I like do. It. That must that have been. Must have been right around 88, 89, somewhere in there. Okay. Rocky mm-hmm. Four. Does that okay. sound right? I have to look that up. Hey, because Siri, what year was Rocky Four released? So, let's see what she says. Here's what I found from Wikipedia Rocky Three is a 1982 American oh, dang it. I didn't say. Directed by hey, Siri. And starring <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Stop. <laughs> hey, Siri, what year was Rocky Four released? Which one? I oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Rocky Four Rocky was released Four. in 1985. 85. Okay. Yeah. Okay, close enough. Close. Yeah. I remember watching it in high school at my local uh, Northwest Four Theater, and it, it must have been like on opening weekend or something because the theater was packed. Wow. Okay. This is, this is funny, and I'm going to use kind of a bad word. It's not that bad, but... It's pretty funny. So we're in this theater, and it's I'm gonna set the stage here. This is an mm-hmm. inner city, inner city Houston theater. Okay, so it's a, it's a very you know diverse group. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it that way. Okay. okay, this isn't like out in the suburbs or something. This is a rowdy group, and it's packed. And and there's that point in the movie where um, it's when Apollo was fighting Drago, right in the beginning. Yes. He was like an expo or whatever, living in, you know, mm-hmm. and. And Drago kills him, you know, spoiler alert. Hey, it's 18, 1985, so you should have watched it by now. Mm-hmm. And there's a point where Rocky then is on the mat, like holding Apollo in yeah. his arms, and he looks up at Drago, and Drago looks down at him, and it's a really tense yeah. moment, and it's real quiet in the theater, and some girl in the back yells, Kiki's Rocky. It was the most hysterical thing ever. We, the whole theater erupted. It was the the timing could not have been better. I'm like, have you seen this before? That was fantastic. She expressed what we were all feeling, and it was so funny. That's the funniest moment I've speechless. ever sat through. In a, in a, I, thought, oh. I thought no bad words. We just talked about this, and then you is, bust one out. How bad that, is, was that a Freudian? How bad is it's really? In that context, it's... I mean, on the scale of 0 to 10... Am I going to have to change the rating on this one? I don't know. Is, is the F word 10? I don't know. I don't You're know not allowed to say that. I know that, but I don't know the scale. And I think I this is either. like number two or you one and a half. It again. I did. I'm sorry. You want to beep it out? We can beep them out. All right, beep it out. So anyway, it was pretty hilarious. It was pretty hilarious. But, but, point being, uh, yes, four was my favorite. Four was good. That's when I stopped watching. Have you seen any after? You know, and I know they reboot like with uh, Creed. Yeah. And I, I think those are good. I never watched them. I, I think they're good. But Yeah, they, they were pretty pretty well there was like five acclaimed. there was five or six okay with after, that with that white five, kid five was uh he was a real boxer yeah from oklahoma yeah oh from oklahoma tommy uh, tommy 
Her, Called him Tommy Gunn. Tommy, no, Tommy no. Gunn, something like that. Uh, oh, I didn't watch any of them. I didn't watch any of them. He had a he uh, he died of like, I think he died of AIDS. He Ooh, lived a sad. pretty uh, wild lifestyle. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Maybe got it from sex right, or Pete, drug Tommy. use. But so anyway. so I have it, and then there's like a new one out or something, right? Where Rocky is a trainer or something. I don't. You know. You know, I got lost in the order. There's way too many. There's way too many. But uh. Anyway, good our, stuff. Our pastor uh, did an episode, or an episode, he did a sermon. He's doing episodes now. <laughs> uh, yeah, a pastor did episodes. a sermon, I think, where he was talking about change. Okay. And he showed a movie clip, and one of my, and he missed this one, I, or didn't know about it or whatever. Okay. Anyway, so after the sermon, I sent him the, the change speech on the end of Rocky Four. Okay. This is like, you fucking change. You lose can change. You should change. We all can change. Adrian. It's great. It, it's a great speech. I mean, no, they've it's good. got a lot of. It's I good. think I think Rocky knows its place, and it keeps the message simple. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's some beauty in that. No, there certainly is. There certainly is. So. Hence, there's 50 Rocky movies. So, yeah, uh, I get it. They've bled that mother dry. There's, He's there's no made doubt. some money. He's done okay. He's done okay. I think not... the real Rocky sued him. Really? Yeah, because he's uh, wow. the uh, the something of Bayonne, the brawler of Bayonne or something. He's a guy from out east, East okay. Coast boxer that the okay. story came from. We've already spent way too much time on Rocky. I don't know. I could spend a lot of time on Rocky. I don't want to do a whole episode on Rocky. I'm not so. doing it. I'm not doing it, Ken. You can do it by yourself <laughs> if you want. <laughs> like usual. <Adrian>. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch that? Yes. <laughs> I didn't. I wanted to make sure. So. Was uh, that sweet or salty? <laughs> Kristen. That was, that was definitely salty. So uh, I want to get serious for one second first. Okay. Can I? Okay. Can we turn the lights down here in the studio? Yeah. Okay. Turn them. I, I lost a friend recently. When I say lost, not like I don't know where they're at. They died. Oh. Uh, you know, we, we say it's not so harsh to say I will. I sound so harsh to say died. Yeah. You know, we lo- we love to say, well, they passed, you know, that type sure. of thing. Or I lost them, that type of thing. But I'm like, at the end of the day, they, they died. They died. Yes. I mean, um, yes, I will. I'll say her name. Her name was, uh, is, was Darlene Johnston. Mm-hmm. She was my friend. And she she was older quite a bit older than me mm-hmm. uh she was like a friend of the family but then became a friend of mine and she was she was right around 70 um passed away passed away died of cancer yeah and uh really went quick in the end it was really oof, it mm-hmm. was it was i don't know you know i know you were like one day moving a chair for and then yeah the next day yeah gone. no joke and they were like hey we need you to come back out and help us with a couple of things and then they're like oh no she's she's having her she's sick she's having a rough time Week and a half later, she's dead. I thought and of a really bad joke right there. Please don't tell it. Please don't. It's tell not. It. The, it's not the time. No, no. <laughs> I think you would laugh. I think she may appreciate it. Go ahead. It. Go ahead then. Go ahead. If, use your judgment. Go ahead, Ken. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. Fine. I. I. Hashtag too soon. Okay. Probably. Probably. She. We had a lot in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, she loved the outdoors. She loved physical education, and I'll, I'll tell you about that in a second. Um. She loved working on projects, and, and so do I. And I, I had been over at her house several times helping her with different projects. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she always was, like, wanted to do just as much as me. But, you know, I'm, I'm younger. I'm quite a bit younger than her, and I'm, I'm more capable because of that. You know, so she, I was always like, hey, Darlene, just <laughs> don't push yourself too hard. But she always wanted to. You know, she always thought, oh, I can do everything Shane's doing. And I love that attitude about her. Um, but she was... One of these people where every time you are with her, she's smiling and laughing. And and she made the world a better place. She she it was always a little brighter when I was around her. And I'll miss her. Uh and I didn't I only knew her for the past oh ten years at the most, I'd say. And we went to her uh memorial service. It was over at uh BFC uh last Saturday. And I learned quite a bit about her. Mm-hmm. It's always funny because people that you don't know their whole life, and then and then you learn so much at at their funeral, at their right. memorial, whatever. And you're like, wow, I wish I had known this about that person. I would have loved to talk to them about it. For instance, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she went to SNU. She, she graduated with a physical education major. Mm-hmm. She taught probably under Wanda physical Rhodes. education at Bethany. I think so. At Bethany. Yeah. Okay. At the Bethany schools uh, for like 20 years. She had her doctorate, Ken, in physical education. I didn't know she was a doctor. I didn't know she was from here. Or, she well, is. Went, or established yes. a life here. Yes. She may not have been she, from She there. moved around a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yes, I mean, ultimately, she, she went to school here and then stayed here and, and worked here for, for many, many years and then came back. She was living in Bethany uh, when, when she passed. And she, uh, I, I did not know all that about her. And now I'd, I'd love to ask her a lot of questions just about her life. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it's just, it's unfortunate that we do that. I wish that we had some type of uh, uh, midlife uh, funeral, midlife memorial service. That's what we need, okay? <laughs> where where it's like, hey, let's celebrate Ken right right mm-hmm. now. Let's celebrate Ken's life, and and you can be there or not. Doesn't you don't have to be there, you know? Um, and but a lot of people come and they kind of pay respect to you mm-hmm. or learn about you, and then. And then that gives them deeper ties to you, and 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 hopefully then they'll know you better and might enrich those relationships. I don't know. Well, Does one, that sound stupid? One thing, you are getting older. I know that. We all are. So you and I specifically are at an age where we, even if you don't want to see it, all around us is signs that you are getting older it, and closer to death. It is. We've We've talked briefly... About it. I got Go more ahead. thoughts. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So I'm gonna be nice to you today. So you get to you get to a point Ken had a rough day at work. Where you no, I really didn't today. You say you're wound up. I am wound up, but I didn't have a rough day at we work. You fired today. out about some stuff. You don't want to talk about it, I know, but I'm gonna take it easy on you for that. No, I didn't have a rough day at work today. It was actually pretty easy. Oh, okay. Well then I'm gonna I'm gonna be hard on you then. But I've had some rough times. Not too hard. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> I know. I gave you a ton of I pause know, there. I know. Okay, keep uh, going. Keep going. So I've often had those thoughts, especially when somebody you know that passes away yes. or surrounding times like that. Yes. And uh, I lost my grandmother a couple months ago, and so I've been to a funeral recently. And then um, so you go to bed that night, and you're like, well, you know, Number one, I'm not a big fan of the traditional funeral. Oh, okay. And especially our background, Nazarene, it's a little bit of a little bit of a sermon attached I, to it. I, I, I want to know more again about the person. Of course, of and, course. And I'm, no. I don't like the I don't like the little obituary. You know, this person was born here, right. died here, right. It survived by this, this, this. I'm like, I that's boring. I agree. So I'm like, so I go to bed that night, okay, and I'm like, you know, if people had could only say two or three words, how would you describe me? Okay, okay, which could be scary. It can can be. What are words you would use to describe yourself? Does it match up with other people? Yes, yes, I like it. You know how much? How much does somebody that's an acquaintance of mine really know? How much do they know what I've dealt with in life? How much? How much have they dealt with in life? Yes, and so, you know, all those thoughts go through your head. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Jason S. Shout out. Shout out. Mm-hmm. His his one of his gifts in life is is funerals. He he enjoys them, and I do too. For the record, I I, I love it because it does feel like a celebration of that person's life. Okay. And and so we have so few opportunities in life to do that to sit and celebrate right. someone's life. So I, I do enjoy that about it. I agree. It's not the time for a message. This is not your traditional church service. Mm-hmm. It's a time to celebrate that person. I want to hear stories. I want to hear that person, yeah. how they touched other people's lives. I want to hear about their life. And and Jason S. does Shout an out. excellent Shout job of, of, of managing that. Um, sometimes I think people will come in and mm-hmm. say, hey, give a little bit of a sermon. Sometimes they won't. But but even if they say, hey, give a little bit of a sermon, he knows I, I'm not, I'm not going to pour it on too, too strong because that's not what people want. They want to hear about the person that's died. Mm-hmm. And, and to do that, I need stories, and I want other people in their life to tell stories. So that's the type of funeral that I yeah. would want. I'm like, don't, don't get up and give any kind of speeches. Just tell your favorite story of me. I, I like those type of yeah, funerals. Yeah, I don't, I don't want at my funeral... Here lies Kenneth Hancock. He right. was born in right. Beaumont, Texas. Right. 
the son of a lonely rancher right. in 1973. Yes, yes. He died in 2085 from a relapse of tuberculosis. Wow. So they say that part, and then like they're like, 110. Anybody want to come down to the altar? We need a salvation today. <laughs> but raise your hand if you want. I, everybody close their eyes and raise your hand. Oh, I can see you back there. I see I that see, hand. I see Is that there hand. another? I see. Is, Is there, there another? another one? Praise Jesus. God the Father. Come down. Now, I believe in all that stuff. Oh, okay. Okay, good. I do I was believe. about to say, you're, I don't want to be sacrilegious. I'm, you're, I'm, you're treading. You're treading. I'm in the culture, though. No, I know you are. So, I know you are. And I do believe in that. I know your heart, I do, and I know you're not. I do some I know, of, I know some of that is missing maybe in today's culture. I under, you know what I I feel you. I feel but, you and I hear you. But Yes. Let's talk about K Man. That's right. <laughs> what do you want your funeral to look like and sound like, Ken? I really want to party, and I mean that. What be specific. Karaoke. Oh, cool okay. foods. Okay. Okay. Yeah, music. Nice. I want I want like rock and roll music played at my funeral. Nice. I got some songs. Nice. I'd have to pick them out. Okay. Because I want it to be a party, man. I want, and I hope you live long enough that we can have like a hologramic version yeah. of you up on oh, stage. Yeah. You know, like a Tupac, that yeah. type of thing. Talking, talking mm. to the crowd. We're going, we're going to hang I'll with Ken own, one I'll more time. I'll do my own funeral. Yeah. Holographically. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's great. I love Woo. it. I love it. Uh Speaking of, I was watching Ready Player One. Yeah. It's just every time I watch it, it's ascending my top 20 lists. Really? I've seen it's, it one time and I, I wasn't that interested. I really love it. But it does have, you know, it's in the future, not yeah. too distant future. But but the guy has passed away and um, he's an avatar mm-hmm. and you can kind of interact with him even though he's he's dead. But I'm like, there, we're going to have that someday. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, but anyway, reminded me of that. So I, I too, I agree with you. That's what I want my funeral to look mm-hmm. like. Uh, be more of a celebration, more of a party, and let's have fun. You know, let's not. But you know the reality. Not, not a bunch of crying and stuff. Jenny and I were talking Shout about out. this the other day. I think she had uh, seen it from a comedian um, who was a, a southern, a comedian that was a southern lady. Okay. 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 So she's like. If you're from the South, I consider myself from the South. Okay. At least definitely my heritage is from the South. Um, and it's more like, you know, grandma died, so this is how it really goes. Yeah. Uh, Aunt Susie, don't bring the green bean casserole. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Carolyn, go put the green bean casserole back in her freezer and grab something else. We don't want that at the potluck. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. Uh-huh. At uh-huh. least from you know people down no. at my home church. Oh and, yeah, I mean it's yeah. you're dead on. Listen, you're dead on. And you know you're. I'm not going to share details, but your wife was sick lately, recently. Yes. And and so people want to yes, come by, and God bless them. Yeah. I do. If my wife gets, I'm telling everybody right now. If I get sick or my wife gets sick, okay. I love y'all. Yeah. Bring me some gift cards. Yeah. I don't want casseroles. I me love too. you, but I don't want... I've got me mental too. problems about food coming from other people. <laughs> you do. I don't you do. want it. You do. I right. don't... Now, let's see a hand on that. Everybody close your eyes. I want to see a hand raised if you don't want casseroles. You see, you see this hand? Preacher. Shane's got his hand up. I see it. I see I don't it. Want Anybody a else? I don't Anybody want a else got a casserole that they don't want brought to their house? That's how we as Nazarenes express yes. condolences or, or sympathy, Ken. I don't know. That's yeah. how we do it. So I, th- I definitely think it's a Southern thing. You mix it with the church, and then you got yeah. you got yeah. magic that's happening. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Give me a gift card, or just yeah. say, "Hey, dude." I, you know, feel thing, for you, bro. Things that I'm glad COVID killed. <laughs> we should do a whole list on that. Is the potluck once now, again? I rather. Okay, church lets out. Give me, give me this. Okay, okay. Sunday. Right. Let me hear it. John, hope you're listening. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> church ends at okay. noon. Okay. Okay, everybody, you got 30 minutes to go to your favorite drive-thru, and then we'll all meet at the Cole Center. Oh, I like it. And eat. I like and it. And fellowship and have fun. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. Get the cornhole out. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's how I do it. I love it. I- I'm in. So I'm in. You got me. So we're go- what would you call it? You can't call it potluck. <sighs> After church, pot, let's look luncheon. at the name potluck. How do we get from funerals to potluck? Potluck to me it means you got a pot of crap there, and it's you're lucky if you grab one that's good, right? <laughs> Am I offending people now? Y- you might be. 
You might be. But this is how I feel. How many Shane, people? I'm struggling. Okay, no, no, no. This is how I listen, feel today. No. Listen, listen. I've, uh, understand. You can bring anything up. I'm how many take the people? Side okay, today. how many people? I think that's something that's dying off, though, with the older generation, Probably. right? Like our grandparents cooked. Yes. My mom didn't cook all that much. She still doesn't cook. Now my sister has kind of picked it back up, actually. Okay. My younger sister, Angel. Was she's an excellent the, cook. Was your mom she's the one that grabbed good. the KFC? She K- got it. There's always a box of KFC at a potluck. Is your mom, <laughs> is your mom the one that grabbed the no, KFC? No, she would make something, but she, begrudgingly she would do it. Oh. Yeah. But don't, my, psst, psst, don't grab Karen's. Shout, shout, out. shout out. No, don't. Absolutely not. <laughs> She made that seven-layer uh, dessert yeah. that was fantastic, though. Yeah, that was my wife's good made stuff. that. Good stuff. Okay, but listen, I think that's dying off. And, and, yeah. and yes, I think COVID's playing a role in that, mm-hmm. too, as we're not eating as much food coming from we don't know where it came from, right? Sure. Um, so I, I think we're, we're moving on. And I think you're, you're happy about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, we're, were germs and diseases created with COVID? No, no. Yeah. Been, been here a long time. Coronavirus? Yeah. It says coronavirus hey, on the back of a Lysol can. One, it's once been again, around for a while. Once again, why can't yeah. McDonald's bring back all-day breakfast? I'm, you can't use COVID as an excuse anymore, McDonald's. No, you can't. I'm, I love your breakfast. Bring it back. I'm so it's just it's so frustrating, Ken. I don't. That's that's one of my biggest problems in life, and I know hashtag first world problems. Well, I get it. I miss oh, man. That would make I my miss day. the holiday pie. I don't know if you ever had a holiday pie. I don't think so. No, it's good. No, it's like cherry pie, but it's holiday mixture from inside. from McDonald's. From McDonald's, they had never it had it. Never had it. I like this. Is gross. I'll even admit it. Okay, I won't eat potluck, but I'll eat a McRib. That's messed up. I had a McRib recently. Yeah, they are atrocious. Oh no, I love it. It if you held a gun to my head and said eat it, no. it would be like fear factor. Like, I got to eat this, and I'm like, I don't know. Maybe the sheep testicles over the McRib. I remember. It's that bad, kid. I remember my first McRib. Purple. It's terrible. I'm a senior in high school. Okay. My mom let me take the Dodge Caravan. (laughs) I'm driving. 1984 Dodge Caravan. 1990, 91. Okay. Okay. My wife. The wood paneling. Wasn't at the time. Okay. She goes with me. Okay. And my nice. friend Kenneth Wright. Shout out. Oh, okay. We the, both had the, the same. We both had the same car, and we both had the same name. <laughs> nice. We both had 1976 Mustangs. His was orange, and mine was yellow. Nice. It had the same name. Nice. His music was better than mine, though. Uh. He was listening to the Chronic. While I'm listening to uh, hair bands. Carmen. <laughs> yeah. No, I tuned Carmen off by then. So uh, <laughs> we went to the Houston Astrodome to watch the Oilers. Oh, nice. So we hit the drive to McDonald's. Houston I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. And so that was my first McRib. And you liked it from day one. I loved it. It's You've had one recently when they brought it back? When they bring it ago? back, I'll go and get it. terrible. I, I usually will get one, it's and terrible. then I'm like, I'm kind of like, why do I like this? But I do. Oh. But, I, but I know oh. I'm not going to. McDonald's, I love you. But the McRib is just, it's trash. Let me I'm tell sorry. you a little side story. We're, our episode's going nowhere. I know that. Can but you let fun. me get to the it's point? Good, it's, it's good stuff. I guess. Keep going. We'll come back to the funeral. No, no, I'm I'm kind of done with that. Okay, uh, I'm ready to move. You on. You remember I got fired from McDonald's. I know. I wasn't you there told very the story. long. It's a great story. But they they brought something in that I would even have to look up the name, but I think it was called a taco burger. Ooh, okay. It had a crispy tostada shell on there, and it had some kind of janky Mexican hot sauce that you put on there. Okay. And I'm like, this is messed the freak up. <laughs> Like uh, and and you get to make your well, at least at that time you can make your own sandwich or whatever if you work there if you're working oh, nice. a shift. Nice. I don't know if they do that anymore. Probably not. I bet they do. So I made my own version of it to try to make it better, and it was just it was hopeless. Well, hence it didn't stay around long. No, I mean, how many of y'all ever heard no, of a taco no. burger from I think McDonald's? Taco Mile has a taco burger, I think. Yeah, it's gross too, but it's got ground <laughs> beef on it. And Roger, something. Roger really likes him. I'm sorry, Roger. I don't know. Well, shout whatever. out, Roger. <laughs> it's more like a. I like a big rib. So it's it's like a uh, uh, not a man witch, but sloppy joes. Yeah, it's more like that. Yeah, I don't like sloppy, sloppy joes. Joe, sloppy, sloppy joes. Sloppy joes. Yeah. Sloppy joes. Like sloppy sloppy I don't either. Okay. And I'm definitely not eating a sloppy joe at a potluck. I'm out on meatloaf. I do not Me do meatloaf. Okay, good taste. Yeah, good taste. I like it. Okay, where were you going? Okay. Food, McDonald's, death, No, can I get into what I want to talk about today? Okay. We're going to talk about a subject that we could not tackle if we had the rest of this year to talk about. Whoa. <laughs> it's, that, it's that vast of a topic. 
And and you know what? We may ruffle some feathers today. I I acknowledge that up front that some people may be a little offended by this. And 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 I'm sorry that's not that's not my intent. I don't think it's Ken's either. But it's something on my mind. I think it's on Ken's mind. And I just wanna I just wanna talk about it. Is that okay? Is that okay, Ken? Sure. Okay. The world has changed, right? You remember our episode about a hell in a handbasket, that type of thing, and it was just kind of talking about, you yeah. know, the world's changing, evolving, that type of thing, and roles it's change. Probably not getting, it's honestly probably not getting worse, but it's changing. No, no, and I, I make that argument. It's yeah. not, I don't think it's getting better or worse. I think it just, it changes. It just changes, evolves. Roles change. Roles evolve. Sure. You and I, yes. I don't know if you knew this or not about us, Ken, but we're, we're males. Yes. We have male genetic makeup yeah right? i have a biology degree i can explain it even further if you need me to that's okay i appreciate you but so. uh no thank you so uh you could argue with that if you want but uh that's a fact we are males and we certainly in the era that we grew up in okay and i'm gonna mm-hmm. i'm gonna say 70s and 80s a little bit of 90s but we there was definitely i felt growing up that there was this 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 role that a man should play in a family in society as well right Oh, absolutely. Let me give you mine, and then you tell me if it's similar, or okay. you give me yours. Okay. My, in many ways, mine was set by my father. Okay. And my father's role was pretty simple. It was to provide for the family. Sure. Period. He worked, and he provided for us. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's pretty much it for the most part. And he, unfortunately, he had a job where he was gone quite a bit working for the railroad. Right. He was gone multiple days at a time. He'd be back multiple days at a time, that type of thing. But, you know, and I've talked a little bit about that and just I, I wish that he was there more for us. But I get it. But he knew that that's what he needed to do. That's the example that his father set mm-hmm. for him. And as a man of a family, that's what you do. Right. And he did it. He did it. My entire life, he, he was employed, and he provided for us financially. And my mom uh, stayed home for the most part. She was a stay-at-home mom for, for most of my, my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was probably uh, once we all, all three of us, me and my sisters and I, got to certainly 11, 12, 13 to that point. We were pretty independent. She, she became a realtor. Mm-hmm. Uh, now she worked out of the home, so she she was still at home a lot. But then she really got more involved in that because obviously there was less for her to do at the house. But that's what I knew as a man. That's what you do. You mm-hmm. provide. As a woman, you stay home and you raise the children. Right. Those are the roles that I thought. Well, that's what I need to be because right. I'm a man and my dad's a man, and that's what I need to do. And so. I I never knew it was never this moment in time where I thought I'm a man now, right? Like mm-hmm. I always felt like a boy. Oh, I remember the day. Really? You do not. <laughs> you do not. That's funny. That's funny. Hey, side story though. Jim Priest. Shout out. I'm gonna Shout say out. his full name because nobody's gonna go off Jim P. Jim Priest told a story of where he he made up this whole thing for his son where he he went over to like Lake Overholzer, in fact, in the in the wooded area there, and there was some kind of I don't know if it was a scavenger hunt, and he had other people involved in this, but it was his his son was maybe like eighteen, turning eighteen, and it was almost like some big ritual that he had set up to kind of signify to his son that he is entering adulthood, like, like the Blair Witch Project. No, no, I'm but it was, I'm a little confused. He, I remember him telling me, and I'm like, wow, I don't I don't know if that's brilliant or stupid. I'm not sure, but his point was. It was signifying to his son uh-huh. that you are transitioning from a boy to a man, and the expectations are going to be different. Responsibilities are going to be different, and you need to start looking at the world differently through a okay. different lens, and, and this is the moment in time, whereas you and I, we didn't have that, right? We, we went to college, and I still felt like a boy. I did boyish things. I did childish things. I still do. And I got married. Well, so do I. So do, I mean, I, I still do as well. Yeah. Um, we got married. Now we matured and, and we did the things sure. that we knew we needed to do to take care of. We, I needed to get a job. So I got a job, right? I, I became a man. Yeah. But I never, I never felt like I'm a man, right? Mm-hmm. And this macho man, like I'm, I'm holding up my arms, like I'm strong and I, and I have a good job and do all that. And so, so mm-hmm. 
I didn't know exactly what to do for my boys to give them an example of becoming a man because it's changed so much, right? So so during that time period, certain 80s, 90s, the aughts, early aughts, you have the 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 roles are definitely merging. They're 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 melding more. Men and women, right? Uh, yeah. uh, fathers and mothers, that type of thing. Well, if you, where where more women are are working outside the home, more men are staying mm-hmm. home. You know, stay at home dad. That became a thing, and it's it's become more of a thing. Yeah. And I fully support. I don't believe that it's the woman's role to stay behind with the child. If the man wants to do it and and is is feels led to do it, then he should do it. And if the woman feels called to to go outside and 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 work, then so be it. That's fine. I don't think. That, that it has to be the woman versus the man. So that everything's been changing mm-hmm. over the past certainly thirty years, and and so I I didn't want to like pigeonhole my boys into saying, hey, you're the man, son. So you gotta you know find a woman and you know you provide for them no matter what and make sure your wife stays home and takes you know it was never like that. It, no, it was simply be a responsible adult. Uh, and be good, be kind to everyone for that matter. But but when you're becoming an adult and becoming a man, if you mm-hmm. want to define it that way, what that looks like is taking responsibility for your life. Yes. And and maturing mm-hmm. and realizing, hey, if I want to progress with life, there are things I need to start doing. And mm-hmm. and and it's not just having fun all the time, right? That, to me, is, is kind of the new definition. And, and if you want to call that man or just becoming an adult, that's fine. Um, but I don't know. I've been giving that a little bit of thought lately, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what a man looks like today, Ken. Do, do you know? Does it look like what's sitting across from you right now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Good looking man. Oh wow! Thank I'm super dirty. I just got done He's working. Dirty. I was working on a car today. He's doing man that's, stuff. That's manly. He's doing man oh, stuff. Man, He's working all, on a car. He's all dirty. <laughs> He brought home. He just cut off a cow's leg and just eating it raw because he's no, a man. No, I told you. You got some dip in your mouth. Cause that's a man. You smoking no. a cigar? I do. That's a man. I do kind of fit like the stereotype of a lot of a lot of things. I like to I like to be yes. outside. I like to fish. Yes. I like to work on cars. Yes. I like to play sports. I do fit like a lot of those traditional. But okay, even then, folks, we're gonna have to cancel Shane. Okay, because okay. okay. he said men like to play sports, and okay. we know okay. that women like to play sports too. Absolutely, so we're gonna have do. to cancel you. Okay, okay. Well, you, you're gonna have to stop talking. There's no more on the show. You're no, canceled. I don't think. No, no, no. I think you're wrong. But but my point is with that, that's where the world is right now. It I, seems like it. Okay, let me let me. So you let say me, let me you say it. something. No, can I clarify? Yeah. Okay, go, ahead, go and for then, it. And the, yeah. What I'm saying is. That and I do believe this, and it, historically I think this is true. That on the average, sure, more men like more physical related activities. Oh, and when I no say more, I'm talking about fifty one plus percent. Yeah. Than women, and I'm not saying women don't enjoy that, but it, they might be forty eight percent. So that's so, what I'm saying. There's there's not a huge difference, but traditionally, well, let me more this. men have enjoyed that. So when I say men like sports, I'm mm-hmm. saying slightly more on the average than women. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not saying that men are better at sports. I'm not making an argument at all mm-hmm. about that. I'm saying that on the average, they typically uh, gravitate more towards sports on the right. average than women. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So if we point out for whatever reason, okay, I think we if, if we don't categorize people in our head to some extent, I think you're kind of going against what your brain wants to do. Uh, okay, I like where you're going. We, I'm listening, and I'm not. I'm not saying race. I'm not saying I know. this specifically. I know. I'm not saying anything specifically. Let's. let's but we're, if you we're focusing if you on notice, roles, gender, if, if you notice well, two people, I mean, okay, and you see them do two different things, okay, then you take a larger group of people, okay, and you see you start to see patterns play out, okay. And then you see a larger group of people. Okay. And you definitely, it's reinforcing those patterns. Yes. And then you make a statement about it. Yes. Is that wrong? No, I don't Especially think, no, if you're no, just talking, no. you're talking about maybe even statistical fact. Like X number of people do this no, and X number no, of people do that. No, no, you're talking no, about no. proven facts. I know that. But is it wrong? No, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. I, I know what you're saying. You're saying that we've become so sensitive mm-hmm. 
that we can't point out those differences, the obvious differences. Right. No, I'm I'm not saying that's wrong. So we're, I, we're just the pendulum has swung to the point where it's mm-hmm. pretty far on the sensitive side because we have been so far on the other side. M- misogyny, right? Did I say that yeah. right? Is that right? Yeah. Misogynistic, right? Yes. We've been so far over there that it needs to swing, right? Um, racism. We've mm-hmm. been so far over on one side that it needs to swing back. And if that means that we're going to be a little hypersensitive for a short time period until it swings back, kind oh, of yeah, normalizes. I agree with that. That's sometimes. okay. Yeah. That's okay. But I'm not afraid to say there are differences. I'm not afraid to say there are differences between men and women. I'm not afraid to say mm-hmm. there are differences between races. I'm not afraid because there are. And right? you know, you know, a group, a certain group of people. See, I'm saying it right now, not even mean to. Okay. There's certain people that would say, okay, Shane, you're a white male from the patriarchal society. Yes, yes. And so you don't have the right to say a difference between people or point out anything. Well, I would say that male and white makes up a very small part of who I am. That's just one of the many, Mm -hmm. many, many factors that make up Shane. Right, mm-hmm. and and you're j- just because you see it doesn't mean it's a it's a big factor. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was thinking about this the other day. I really I, I gave it a lot of thought. We are who we are. We are defined by our decisions in life. Mm-hmm. We are not defined by attributes that we did not have control over. Mm-hmm. Okay, such as skin color, ethnicity, mm-hmm. height, gender. We are not defined by these. We are defined, and I'll tell my boys that, you are who you are in life based on your decisions, okay? And so make them wisely. Okay. And don't, don't settle into a spot that society has reserved for you because you fit these other attributes. Don't settle for that. You want me to tell you the argument against that, though? I'd love to hear it. So this is what I would call, that's your, your Shane Thompson's ideal so you're okay. saying okay. you're saying that's what should happen, okay. and if you do the right thing, boys, this is what should happen. But that's not always true. This world is a a lot of people ignore okay. this, and let's come back to Rocky. He okay. had a speech in <laughs> nice. in Rocky Bring fifteen. <laughs> okay, his son's a grown kid. I really don't know which one this was. I saw okay. a clip of it. Okay. Uh, not that long ago, but Rocky's standing on the street and his son's a grown person. Okay. Like, I'm saying 20, 26 years old. I don't okay. remember it. And he's like, listen here. He's like, it's not about getting knocked down. It's about how many times you get back up and you take that punch and you keep moving forward. Right. You've got some good things in you, but don't blame it on this person. Don't blame it on that person. But you keep moving forward because I believe in you and you got it in you. I have seen that clip now that you say it. Yeah, it's I don't know. It seriously was from like fifth, Rocky fifteen. Your Sylvester Sloan, frankly. Oh, it's terrible. It's not very good. No, I'm, I'm doing a I'm doing a par- I'm doing a parody, not an imitation. It don't okay. matter every time you get knocked down. Yeah. Uh, I'm a doing I'm, I'm doing I'm, trying. I'm not I'm gonna work on it. I'm not doing an imitation. I'm I doing understand. a parody. I understand. So you get the point though, this is my point. Point. Is that the point? I guess. So What's that's the that's the ideal though. What you're saying to your to okay. to, to your kids, it's who you are, what you do that defines you. Okay, so you're saying that's not what the world is, and we're not going to change it. So it is what it is. Suck no. it up. You know, such and such. Again, not trying to hit close to home with you because it just recently happened. But you know, somebody dying of cancer. Yes, you. It's okay. She didn't come back from that i mean no. and then i deal in an industry where i lose people a I, lot i know a lot i know you know i've got three or four going to hospice Due right to now your negligence uh, we haven't proven anything <laughs> <laughs> but but the point is, is is life is tough and i think yes. i think um bringing it to a step further i think in this world right now though we we sugarcoat a lot of stuff we do sure i'm 100 percent guilty of doing that with my kids maybe i've overprotected them i don't know i've never brought up a kid in this world before this is my first time right some right. people make mistakes <laughs> kids personalities are different you and i have essentially been you could say pretty close to the same page 
your three kids are way different than my two kids. They my, are. My two kids are way different from each other. My three kids are way different yeah, exactly. from each other. Absolutely, so, yes. So there obviously is some nature versus nurture no, kind 100%, of stuff. 100%. But, but, uh, you know, but in the most part, I can tell that your kids are all a part of you and Randy. Shout out. Shout out. Yes. I mean, yes. I know that. Yes. And I can see it. Yes. It's not even something i got to prove or, you know, I just see it. I yeah. know it. And probably vice versa. You can tell both kids of mine are from me. They both took the worst things they from are, me. They are both uh, as ornery as yeah. you were at your yeah. age. Absolutely. Yeah. At, at their, so, when you were their age. And my wife's fairly ornery, too. Oh, she, she is. She bucks the She system. is. It's yeah. a hidden fact. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she doesn't let many people behind the curtain. And both of us that have. Is so this is, this is a real conversation we were having before this podcast. We both have only boys. That's correct. So I've never raised a girl. No. Don't know what it's like. And so, but. I've grew up in a culture, you know, the culture before me was probably a lot of military, you know, World War Two, World War One. This is what men did. Yes. I'm yes. not making that up. That's no. what men did. I, now, I understand. Was there women that served too? One thousand percent. They did. Yes. 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 There's women missing in action in World War Two. Women missing in action in Vietnam. Yes. But the numbers is just, you know, no. now it's more it's a little more even now, but it's still skewed. So- Okay, and and so that's the culture I grew up in. My dad was in Vietnam. He was, but on the flip side, they divorced before I could even remember. Yeah, so I was partially raised by my mom in the old school way, where your dad got you every other weekend. So when I went with my dad, I knew he worked. He worked shift work, but when he wasn't working shift work, we were at the golf course. It was party time. Yeah, nice going out to eat and playing golf. Yeah, I loved it. I bet. That does sound pretty great. You know, I'm in. My dad took me to the water park. You want to be my dad and do that for me? But I was smart enough to realize. I'll call you daddy if you want. And you can call me daddy anytime you want. Okay. But I was smart enough to realize. Whatever you want. My mom's role too. And that my mom had to do both roles sometimes. Okay. Because I was basically, you know, I was with her through some of those formative years and some you may joke, so, but and I'm I'm not implying that only men, women at that time loved the mall, but I love going to the mall and shopping. Well, I did too. I think everybody so, did in the '80s. I liked wearing my outfits, rolling my sleeves up. <laughs> I love me too. I love candles and bubble baths, parachute pants. Never had. I've, we couldn't afford them. Capas. I yeah. couldn't afford oh. those either. You couldn't afford capas? Nope. Oh wow. But I love bubble I baths. Did. Is that more Coca-Cola. feminine? Sure, it's yeah, more feminine. I didn't take bubble baths. Yeah. I but do I don't that. care. I don't have a problem with it. This is oh. this is kind of my take. I'm not I'm not summarizing this conversation at all. We can go okay. further and deeper. But okay. kind of my take on it. Let me hear it. Is I still believe even if you are different from me, even if I disagree with things you're doing, unless it's illegal. Okay. okay. Unless okay. it's illegal. Okay. You should have the equality of opportunity. I and agree. I'm not going to judge or discriminate is a better word i'm not going to discriminate based on the differences now i think sometimes this is where it gets sticky and you get in the swamp because we're talking about real life and i don't care who you are or where you're from if you're let's say ben interviewing uh pick another name ben is interviewing john doe for a job ben f shout out out. no ben ben wilson (laughs) I don't know a Ben Wilson is okay. interviewing okay. a John Doe, and I literally do not know a John Doe. Okay. Me either. So they could have everything in common except for one fact, and that one fact may not be on the discriminatory discriminatory scale, but he's, he has to make a judgment. Would that person fit with my company for operational reasons? So we do we do still have to have judgment. Okay? Of course. Yes. Of course. But I think the, where we're going with this world – with the men and women, is that you you got to take all discrimination and all judgment out of the equation. And I don't see how you – I think it's over – it's like maybe things have overshifted or overcorrected because it doesn't – that's not reality. And and people want to tell you what is reality, but it's not. And if you have any common sense, you know it's not. So, again, I do fundamentally believe in the in equality of opportunity. But let me tell you people out there, whether you're conservative, whether you're liberal – whether you're a Christian, whether you're a Satanist, whether you're whatever, okay? Whether you're a Baptist or Nazarene, whatever, okay? We cannot force equality of 
outcomes. Okay? Ooh. Ooh. This is getting deep, brother. Oh, you are. Keep going. Preach. Okay? So, again, equality of opportunity okay. does not equal equality of outcomes. So if you have any kind of brain in your head, okay, you have to like take to this stuff into consideration. Be more specific. Be it, more specific. What do you mean um, by that? What do you mean okay. by that? Be specific. In Sweden. Okay, that's specific. Okay. I may be adding a couple of little things in here that nah. are not 100%. But this this story is mostly true, okay? Okay. So I'm not, I'm, I don't have research in front of me. So Good somebody enough. says, Ken, you don't have the research in front of you. Yeah, I don't. I'm admitting it, okay? <laughs> so in Sweden, they have forced gender uh, acceptance into different programs. So you got a 50% of this, 50% of that, okay? Okay. Into an engineering program. Okay. What they found out is a lot of the women left the engineering program. Okay. So again, you can't force that outcome. Right. Why? Right. Because they have different interests. Yes. Men are more dangerous. Men like taking risk more. That's a fact. Yes. That's a fact yes. of life. Yes. Men in in reality, for whatever reason, do more dangerous jobs in this world. Yes. I mean, seriously, how many how many women roofers have you seen? Name it. <laughs> Name it. I'm serious. Uh, zero. I'm serious. I've never I've never seen. Why? One. You tell me. I don't know. Am I saying? Am well, I saying? But am I saying a woman cannot be a roofer? No, of course, hundred percent not. Please come on. Listen, listen. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, and and I feel you, Ken. I'm with you, but it's everything that I said earlier as far as. Currently in society, the pendulum has swung mm -hmm. way to the other side, to the very sensitive side for reasons, obvious reasons, and that's where we are, and you just have to know it's going to come back. So don't freak out too much about it. It's going to come back. But let me back. tell you and why that doesn't we're not, fly. It's not a new norm. It's not no. a new norm. We're, we're, we're saying that men and women are identical. That's not where we're at, okay? It's just we're at the point that we're so sick and tired of pigeonholing people based on gender or race or whatever mm -hmm. that we're we're going a little too far to say anybody can do anything and mm -hmm. therefore we don't want to look at them in a light that limits them right? right but but to your point it's not about limiting people it's about saying certain people of a certain type gravitate towards certain things. That's exactly right. what I'm saying. And said. that's what yeah. makes us a better society. Yeah. Okay? We need certain people mm -hmm. to roof. Okay? Oh, yeah. We need certain people to sew, right? Dresses or whatever the case is. Okay? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I'm trying to use extremes as far as... People those are making aren't a list usually, right now how they're going to they cancel are. this. I know they are. Absolutely they are. Because, again, it's dangerous territory. I admit it. I'm not the expert on it. I, I'm, not I. A, I'm not nor a not, clinical psychologist. What, I, what I'm saying is that's... We are a... We are a great society. Mm -hmm. We achieve higher heights when we do allow for all those differences and we allow everyone to do what they feel they are called mm -hmm. to do, right? And, and, and when we, to your point, the Sweden thing, if we force people to say, oh, well, we need half and half, so half girls go over here, and then like, I don't want to go over there, that's wrong. Exactly. That is harmful to society, not helpful. Yes. Okay, but what we are still trying to get away from. See, that's what you're 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 discounting a little bit. We're still trying to get away from. Oh, you're a girl, so you can't do this. Oh, you're you're a Hispanic person, so you can't do this, or a black person, so you can't do this. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what we're tr still trying to get away from, and that's why we're we're trying to get as far away from that as possible. Way over here, the pendulum swinging mm -hmm. way over here. It's gonna swing back. Because eventually people are going to gravitate towards what they want to do. And what they want to do is oftentimes what they are called to do, what they are best at in life. Mm -hmm. Right? And yes, women, to your point, they it makes perfect sense. Women give birth. Men can't give birth to children, correct? Not, as no. far as I know. Right? And they and oftentimes they they feed the child, right? Absolutely. For the, and and they are more important to the child in the early stages of life than the man. Right? 100%. Okay. And therefore, they can't take as much risk, right? That's kind of the inherent thing that's built into them is you can't take on as much risk. You've got to protect yourself because you're protecting the child too. The man, not as much, right? He needs to be out there. 
you know, killing that tiger or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Killing that buffalo to bring the meat back to feed the mom so she can feed the child, yeah. right? Those are still things that are that are that are in our DNA, right? That are in those roles that still exist. So there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that, but we can't be completely defined by it. And so I don't think we're ignoring think, it. You're saying ignoring, and I'm saying no, no, no. We're no. just we're sensitive to it right now, no, no. but it'll be okay. I would I would take I would take what you just said and okay. say, from what you just said, there's a certain group that would probably say what you said was offensive just then. What group? What group? There's people. I'm not going to point them. Okay. Point people. I'm not going to point. I could name some names right now. And I'm saying I could name names of people I know. I'm ahead. not going to because <laughs> I'm not. And, not, and that's I not would my tell point. you, and I would tell you, yeah. that you should take a deep look because I think you're being a little too sensitive. That's what I would say to those people. Okay, I would say that doesn't I come up though being, because 99 percent of the time, especially with today's today's world with social media and stuff, that's how it happens. They don't come up to you and have a conversation. I know that. I know. Let that. me tell you. Let me tell you a stupid. That's why I'm not a, on social a media. A stupid example. I'd love to hear it. Okay. And this came from, um, I saw a clip from Bill Maher and Patton Oswalt. Oh, wow. You know, it's, okay. <laughs> so, and I, I enjoy, I enjoy, I, I don't agree with a lot of what Bill Maher says, but I respect the guy and I think he's, I think he's intelligent. Yes. Okay. The, I mean, no and question so, about again, that. And so again, Patton Oswalt is freaking funny at times, but he's off his rocker times too. I don't know him. I don't know him. He's uh, the short guy from King of Queens. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but he, yeah. he was married to the lady that wrote the book about the the California killer, the Golden State killer. Oh yeah, yeah, good book. Yeah, he was good married stuff. to her. Yeah. Okay. okay, got it. So they had some beef because Patton Oswalt called out Bill Maher on Twitter okay. over something, and okay. he's basically Bill Maher was saying he was giving me sh. Okay. Blah, blah, Thank you. Blah, blah. I, we got it. So he's or he's no, he said. Four? And I'm using that. that I'm, I'm using I'm using that <laughs> word because it had the it had the it had some context. So he said he was, I'm gonna he was blanking on me. So he was sh. I on understand. Me. I understand. So he was he was saying Thank this. Thank you for giving us the. And he said, I saw him at a at a dinner. Okay. We were at a dinner together. Okay. Not together, but we saw we're at a vet. And he went up and slapped him. No, he went up to him and oh. said, "Hey, man, why'd you blank on me?" Yeah. Uh huh. And so they started having a conversation, and he's like, it's not my best friend, but I got the context of what he was saying. Okay. I disagree with him still, but, you know, we had some conversations about some other stuff. We talked for maybe 40 minutes. He's like, I'm good. So well, I think we're taking away yes. in society. We yes. don't have that part. Yes, right. We do not have that part. It's We're having one-sided conversations. I, I'm very right? close to you. What, you're probably my top five, maybe? We probably see each other more than my spouse sees me. <laughs> yes, we see each other frequently. Okay. So do I agree with you all the time? Absolutely not. 100% no. No way. Like, big time no. And there's some big issues that we disagree yes. on. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, hopefully and we'll be we, able to talk about it But soon. we talk about this stuff. Yes. Even stuff, the big issues, yes. we've talked about it a lot. Yes, yes. Probably too much. I mean, are you so so? Why can't people operate in that in that area where we can have dissent, but conversation? Why can't we? Why can't we disagree argue? Christianly? <laughs> yes, I've heard somebody say that over and over again. No, no. To your point. Yeah. To your point. What you're saying is, I'm gonna try to summarize. We need to kind of bring this to a head here. I'm having fun tonight. Oh, good. Good. Me too. I think you're saying that that. Certainly social media and, and communication has evolved to the point where we're just having one-sided conversations. One-sided conversations are dangerous. Oh, yeah. Because you, you don't get a lot of context, and it's easy to take offense. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then it's easy for that to be escalated and get mm-hmm. out of hand versus if you sat down for that person with five minutes and you had a real back-and-forth conversation and you're like, oh, wow, okay, I understand that. Mm-hmm. I disagree, but I respect it a little more because now I understand it more. Whereas in this day and age, because of social media mainly, mm-hmm. that's that's what happens. Is and then people become offended, and then they they don't even want the other person to explain it. Right? Mm-hmm. They just they they almost take a certain level of satisfaction in their offense. Right? Mm-hmm. Of of being offended, like. I want to be offended, and yeah. I don't even want to give you the right to explain it to me because exactly. I, you're not right, and I don't want to hear it. Versus, if you and I mm-hmm. had, had, if you did something that offended me, 
I'd say, bro, what, what the heck? And you would say, right. oh, well, here's what I, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that makes more sense. Cool. We're going to split this plum or not. Um, that's for Jeff. Shout out. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he'll get it. He'll love it. But I totally agree with you, right? Mm-hmm. And I, But I, I will not. That's why I don't really participate in social media. I'm not down with one-sided conversations. I've told right. people many, many times, I love real voice, real-time conversations anytime. When you want you want to call me and talk to me, I'd love to talk to you. I don't I don't like text all that much because text is kind of a one-sided conversation. You can go back and forth, of course, but sometimes it's just a one-sided conversation. I'm like, whatever. Versus you and I sitting down right now, we're talking, yeah. we're having a great conversation, and we can each make our point because we have good points. And And guess what, people? Believe it or not, most people aren't saying something just to offend you. Oh, heavens no. They're not. No. They're not. That's in your head, okay? So be a little more open-minded. Give that person the ability, the bandwidth to explain it a little more and and try to understand where they're coming from as a fellow human being Sure. versus just taking offense and assuming they're on the other side of, of the fence from you and and they're always going to be on the opposite side. Let's can't we can't we all get along? Anywho, I'm just tired of all sides using Bill Maher's language. I'm tired of everybody blanking on each other. Okay. It's certainly not a Christian stance. I don't remember any time in the Bible when Jesus was just outright attacking people. No. I don't remember him having a fist like say, "Bro, let's go toe no. to toe." It was actually all right, saying I take offense to that. Absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. So you, if you, all, all you Christians, mm-hmm. right, <laughs> you know, check yourself. The next time that you're taking, you, you're taking a ton of offense to something and, and you want to kind of take it out on that other person, mm-hmm. check yourself, right? Look in the mirror, confess the difference, right? Boom. I'd actually, I actually <laughs> started to call this episode. I feel like that's something John would say. Yeah, remember yeah. One, one, of Maybe the, not. one of the titles for tonight no, was going to be? No, I don't. Can you be a Christian and be male? Ooh, ooh. You know, so yeah. I, it comes it comes back down to that, you yeah. know. I but here in conclusion, yeah. Can we wrap it up? Yeah. Because I'm hungry. I could go for a cheese on a there's stick, no, fried cheese on a stick. Oh, uh, dude, it's awesome. Oh my gosh, I'm really hungry. You know, I really no, want one right now. There's no chicken tonight, so can maybe we have a get, couple minutes. And you can you not get any cheese on the stick like anywhere else in the city other than fair? You got an assignment. All right. I'm gonna try. Golly, there's gotta be like a state fair food place all the time or something. I don't know, man. Randa buys Shout corn out. dogs that are like state fair corn dogs that are like yeah. frozen. You know, they're really good. I don't, I don't know. Okay, they, there was. I just remember. Okay. We went there on my birthday one time. You went. Oh, I, I'm, you I'm remember, coming back to you me. Remember Anchor Down? Yes. But then they took the cheese on a stick away. Oh, no. Then I think they closed or they changed names oh, or closed. something. Or oh, it's, I like that place. Still, it's like a bar in that area. All right, I'm going to. Hey, listeners. If you know of a place where you get fried cheese so on a it's, stick, it's basically other than the state if you, fair, if let you us know. don't know what it is, they used to again have it at Corn Dog Seven. They used to have it. They used to have it on Hot Dog on a Stick okay. place, and it's basically it's like a, a, a rectangular. What do you call it? a cubish rectangle? What's the name of that? I don't the know. Math. See, we're very smart. <laughs> uh, a stick of butter. It looks like a stick of butter, except <laughs> yeah. it's about one fourth the size. Okay, okay. got it. Got it. It's got to stick through it. They dip it in corn no, dog batter. Else is one fourth the size. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, they stick, <laughs> they stick the stick inside the cheese, the one quarter butter cheese. Okay. <laughs> and dip it in corn dog batter. I'm showing Shane how to do this in person, but y'all can't see me at home. You really are. It's they dip it in the corn dog batter, then they put it in the fryer. Okay. Okay. So it's a corn dog instead of a weenie. Okay. They have a cheese. I'm, I'm log following in there. you. And it's, I'm gonna it's, find a place. It's like or somebody milk, tell me if you found. It's a place. like milk and honey from the land of Canaan. <laughs> okay, but a lot more, a lot higher in cholesterol. Uh, to summarize, basically for me with my boys, the, the conclusion I've come to is, I want them to be who they feel called to be. I know that sounds stupid and simple, but. I do encourage them to say, you can be and do anything you want to be and do in, in life. And, and whatever you feel called to do, if that's your traditional role of, of a man in where you get married and have children and you provide for that family, then so be it. Then go for it. Right? Let me ask you an important but, question. But hey, if, you, if you uh, 
get married and have children or not or whatever, and you want to stay home with the kids, then do that. There's no, there, there's no shame in that. And, and, and I've always said the greatest role anyone can have in life is being a parent. And so I will always argue that the person staying home with the children has a greater role and a greater impact on society than the person who's out making mm-hmm. a living. So, yeah, do what you want to do. Be who you want to be and feel free to do so. And I've never limited them or pigeonholed them to say, oh, son, well, it feels like, you know, you're a man, so you should do this. Or, you know, you, you see more of this type, so you should do this. I'm like, no, 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 no. Be who you want to be. All right, listen, can, I want to move on. Can we move on? Yes. Okay. That was fun, though. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Okay. You, the chicken's not coming tonight? No. Okay. Do, do you have an idea of how to close it? Yeah. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. What do you got? You want me to do it? Yeah, of course I do. Until next time. <laughs> Is that supposed to be funny? I'm laughing. Do you have something to close the show with or not? No. Is that my job? Will you be a professional for once in your life? Is that my job? No, it's not. I, I have an idea. Do you want to do my idea? It's sh- it's going to be short. Uh, okay. I'm game. <laughs> okay, cool. I could Just for the yeah. record, audience, I could end it right now. Listen, this is going to take a couple of minutes, and only a handful of people are going to enjoy this last part. Oh, gosh. But we talked about it a little earlier, and I really I got on a kick, and it started going down memory lane. I'm like, I want to go down memory lane a little bit. You said... That you were a big fan of Astro World. Oh, I loved it. Me too. Me too. I had a season pass. Well, okay. Since, are you going to no tell joke. people what it is? I will. Give me just a second. I'm gonna. I'm this whole brief. This whole period is gonna be brief. Okay. I think most people know. Probably know. It was an amusement know. park in Houston, Texas. Yes. Uh, from the age, not kidding. From the age of probably ten years old. Mm-hmm. I had a season pass every single year until I was eighteen, nineteen. Okay. okay. Double park pass. As soon as they got Waterworld, which was yeah. right next door, I had a double park pass. We went all the time. I, I loved it. Loved yes. it. Loved it. Loved it. Sadly, it went downhill. It closed uh, 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. More there. than that. I think it's, it's more, more than that. More like 15. Uh, maybe more than that. More than 50. Remember we, in the interview with Crystal? Shut yes. up. Uh, she was wearing the Astroworld shirt, uh, that yes. type of thing. But it. It holds a special place mm-hmm. in a lot of our hearts, a lot of us of Gen Xers, certainly from the South Texas area, right? Right. And uh, we, we were talking about certain things and, and different. I want to test you, okay? And this is kind of testing myself, too. Name as many rides mm. as you can for Masterworld, okay? I will, if you can name 10, I will be blown away. I'll be blown okay. away. I have to preface this. Okay. I did not live in Houston. I know you didn't. I lived 90 miles from Houston. I know that. Are you, it feels like you're chickening out And already. I've been to Astroworld 12 times, 15 times. Really? That's all? Okay. I've you been, you lived there, been apparently. 100, 100 yeah, plus. that's what I'm saying. Easy. Okay. So, um, do you want to do it or not? Yeah. Let's go. Um, accelerate. That's right. Sky Screamer, Skyscraper. I think it's Sky Screamer. I'm Sky Screamer, they yeah, drop no, shoot. Skyscraper, that's just a tall the, uh Ooh, what's the big roller coaster? Um, the Texas Giant is at Six Flags that's Dallas. Right. That's right. This was a... Uh, oh, gosh, it used to be... Wow. Grease Lightning. Certainly. That's my favorite. Runway Rickshaw. Yeah, pff, weak. The Swings. They had the Swings. The gunslinger. Well, there you go. Oh, yes. There you go. I wasn't going to give you credit. Oh for swings. man. Uh, I side note. Uh, I think I may have said it before. You know, one summer when I worked for the golf team, we worked at Astroworld. I operated the gunslinger. Yeah, you they gave me five out. minutes. They gave me five minutes of instruction, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "There you go. You're oh, good to man. go." I'm like, oh, "Okay, this is great. All right, you got five. Keep going. This is fun." Golly. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there wasn't many more rides than that. There were, there were no. You're I mean, they had several. the log ride. I don't know what it was called. Okay. The, the Texas log ride? No. Nope. <laughs> Look at my Texas log. Are you done? <laughs> that was played behind the log ride. Uh, <laughs> that's why it closed. Just FYI. Are you done uh, at five? The, is it like the, the log You're flume? Done. You're close. 
You're close. I, honestly, I don't remember the exact name of it. See, you don't even know either. Okay, uh, first Thunder, of all, Thunder River. Thunder River. Sucker. That's the raft ride. You got uh, six. You didn't. We could have ended this again five minutes. We could have. I like uh, it. I li- I'm having fun. I should know the roller coaster was my favorite. I know it's a you, wo- you're drawing a total blank. It was a giant Woody. That's right. <laughs> I'm serious. That's what they call wooden roller coasters. A Woody. Um. Huh. I don't know, man. I'm. I don't have any more. Texas. The big wooden one. Yeah. Texas. Texas Cyclone. Yeah. Boom. Man. Texas Cyclone. It was my favorite. Excalibur. Too. Yes. Excalibur. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. It'd go to the loop to loop. In the end, coaster. it would go like around, like right. Yeah. And I used to try to grab the grass. Oh, that was a lot of fun. It was a steel roller coaster. Uh, you want to hear some that you missed? Yeah. Um, Texas Tornado. No, that I don't think that existed when I, I was there. I think you're right. I'm looking at Viper. That was later on. I think you're right too. That one when I was right a too. kid. Batman the Escape. That was definitely that was uh, before the the shuttle that went upside down. Now they did have the shuttle. Yes. Yeah, it I hated was it. it was brought on when we were teenagers. stuck upside down like once, and I was like, I can't do that. I can't be stuck upside down on that thing. Yeah. Um, you'd hear money falling. Yeah. Ding, yeah. Ding, ding, uh-huh. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> did you ever do the penny on your knee on the sky screamer? No, no, no. The trick is you can't do it on your knee because it shoots right up. You got to hold it in your hand, and yeah. you got to wait for the initial drop, and then no, no, no. and then you open your hand, what and we, it'll float right in, what right we in front did, of your though, head. No, so we we had a different goal. No, it, okay. We put it on our knee, and you okay. try to catch it. That's stupid. That's what we did. Okay, well, us, that's dumb. Us needling folk. Listen, you hold it in your hand. You have to wait for the initial drop. But once the, a split second after you drop, you let it go and it'll spin right in front of your face. That's what and she then, said. And then, <laughs> and then it shoots like because you're yeah. you're you're yes. coming and it shoots by your head. That's yeah. that's a lot of fun. It as hit, long as it doesn't hit you and knock you out or anything. But anyway, I miss you, Astroworld. Mm-hmm. Man, it's absolutely nothing. It's it's a forest now. It's terrible, isn't it? It was. I so think sad. it was supposed to be obviously a real estate deal, but they've never done anything with that. They're getting Houston's getting another amusement park, is what I heard. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard that too for years. Well, I, I think it's real. It's supposed to have a big water park too. I've heard that for years. Yeah. Screw Houston. Houston. <laughs> what? Anywho, Anywho, all right. That's enough. Wow, this was a lot of. Well, I don't know that we talked about anything. Really jibba jabba. Yeah, it was a jibba jabber. Listen, we mailed it in a little bit. I don't think we melted in. <laughs> I think I did. I I'm gonna the next one. I'm gonna I'm gonna do more prep work, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a little different. I got an idea for the next one, and I'm gonna have to do more homework. I okay. need to do homework, but I will, and it's gonna be good. So anyway, all right. I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, whatever, whatever. Cancel us. No. Hey, talk to me. Call me on my phone. Talk to me. Yes. Talk to Ken. Yeah. If you don't have Ken's number, I'll give it to you. If you got my number, I'll give you Ken's number. So anyway, all right. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna go out here and go find a cheese on a stick somewhere. It's gonna be good stuff. I hope you do. Me too. Tell Some me if you find one. Man, I'm starving. All right. Well, until next time. <laughs> <laughs>